0: Easy and I are delighted to welcome our brand new sponsor Core
1: Yes, Core offers a range of vegan vitamin sprays and capsules that help support different areas of your health.
0: Personally, I think certain supplements on the market can be confusing. It's sometimes tough to know what combination of vitamins and minerals do what, and that's exactly why I've really enjoyed using Core's products.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Simple product names such as the energy supplement, the immunity supplement, keep the message clear when browsing what supplements to buy. And Core's mission is simple. No fuss, no confusion, and most importantly, no.
0: I couldn't agree more. For me, I found the supplement spray brilliant. I really like the convenience of a spray and uh, actually has none of that funny aftertaste of other vegan multivitamins.
1: For me, the energy supplement was perfect. Like It's a great way to start the day and I find it particularly useful during those morning hours when I really struggle to get stuff done.
0: And if you guys, our lovely listeners, want to give Core's range of products a try, then we've got a very special discount code just for you.
1: Yeah, just simply head to their website, getcore.co.uk. Choose your products, then head to the checkout and enter vpod20 to get your 20% off.
0: It's self-care without the bull.
1: And welcome to Two V's and a Pod With me, Izzy the Vegan
0: And me, Ben's Vegan Kitchen
1: In this podcast, we'll walk you through the landscape of veganism Through the eyes of two pretty relatable day-to-day vegans
0: And over the series, we plan on discussing a wide range of topics That you may have pondered upon whilst being vegan Or even whilst deciding to take the step. Joining us this week is fellow blogger and content creator, Jacob King-Brown, more commonly known as Peng Vegan Munch on Instagram.
1: Jacob has such an incredible story and has recently hit 50,000 followers after pursuing his passion and leaving his retail work behind.
0: He produces some incredible vegan recipes on his page, but most importantly, has learned a lot along the way. Guys, thank you for joining us for another episode of Two Vs and a Pod. We are joined by a very special guest today who has told us it is his first time and we are breaking the man, the myth, the legend, pen vegan munches podcast virginity. Jacob, welcome to the show.
2: Yes, thank you for having me, guys, and for popping my cherry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Should we call it like podding your cherry? Maybe that sounds like an official. Podding, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: That's really great. I love that. Very creative, Ben.
0: Well, bro, it's really good to have you on the show. Um, you know, for those of you listening who don't know, like Jacob's a good friend of mine. Uh, he's one ninth of the Plant Boys. Um, what, did you, what
2: did you call yourself on your Instagram bio? Like top boy? I am the top boy of the Plant Boys. Yes, that is me.
0: The Top Boy, does that mean you're like the hoodest one? Like, I don't know, <laughs> Top Boy is a pretty hood, hood show. <laughs> I, think,
2: I think so. I was—I don't know. I was uh, trying to come up with something funny. Everyone else had something else. And I didn't want to just put one of nine Plant Boys. <laughs> I think maybe I was watching <laughs> Top Boy at the time. So I was like, yeah, do you know what? I, I it is like a good top show, boy. to be yeah. fair.
0: They, they didn't have much vegan food options. Uh, in they the didn't. Show, no,
2: it's not very vegan. A lot of, uh, a lot of killing. So,
0: <laughs> a lot of killing. yeah. We start off the show how we start off every show. And we're going to talk about your death row vegan meal. So you get three courses, start a main dessert. You're about to die. You're going to die the next day.
2: What are you eating? So I would have Cook Daly's teriyaki bites straight away. They are. Straight in there with them. Those teriyaki
0: bites are, I remember having them at vegan nights like two or three years ago. And they are single-handedly, I think, the nicest vegan food I've
2: ever had. (laughs) A hundred percent, brother. A hundred percent. So I'm having a big bowl of that and oh god so I've got so many favourites that it's difficult to choose from um, it is tough mm. oh Loving Hut in Archway okay yeah
1: Oh, they've been closed for so long. I'm so gutted because yeah. I've moved in fairly near there, and they still haven't reopened since COVID. Oh, they not? So I'm still like holding out to be able to try some of their stuff. Um, it's
2: honestly is the the best vegan Chinese food or that, that is out there for real. So I'll just they, have they a, do like buffet a buffet. Don't they? Yeah, yeah I just have a big buffet of that.
0: And then, See, this is a man thinking outside the box. He's saying buffet. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Like no one's thought, I'll go to an all-you-can-eat buffet because that's actually that makes sense. Because were you know, you're never going to be disappointed. Come on,
2: you? and I'm I'm sat there for at least <laughs> eight hours eating as well. It's no like quickly <laughs> get it gone and then you're you're off to the chair. No, nah, I'm sat there for a while, and then I don't think I'd even need dessert after that. Yeah, I don't think I would. But if I was going to, no, let's man. have some. No, no, I am. I am. Let's oh I'll, I'll, I'll bring it back i am mate, a, you're, a you're dying
0: you're dying the next day it's not about what you need it's about you've got to stuff it down you get it, get it get it down your gob
2: so i am a big ice cream lover i love i love uh ben and jerry's or booja booja or um jude's so chuck any one of them at me and i'm happy doesn't matter what it is <laughs>
1: i'll chuck one at
2: you <laughs> mate you have them
0: all take all three why not yeah. a scoop of each What's your, what's your favourite flavour out of all of them? Because it's tough. The vegan ice cream game is getting stronger and stronger.
2: It is, yeah. yeah. Sorry, There's levels now. Um, I would say Ben & Jerry's Cookie Dough is definitely up there. Can't disappoint.
0: It is elite. Yeah. It's really annoying because they bought out those little like cookie dough pieces you could buy, but you can't get the vegan ones. I yeah. don't understand. Like, why... It tastes the same, especially the cookie dough pieces. Why not just sell the vegan ones and then everyone can eat them rather than the bloody ones with egg in it?
2: I think they uh, I think they sell them in America, actually. Because I, I remember seeing them as well and I was so excited to try them. I went to Asda and yeah, probably had the same disappointment as you, mate.
0: Yeah, well, you know, if, if, <laughs> Asda, if Asda doesn't have it, you're not getting it anywhere. That's just a fact.
1: <laughs> I firstly just wanted to say a huge congrats because this week you reached 50K followers, 50,000 followers absolute madness
2: yeah madness i know i i didn't think that my page would ever reach this numbers when i first started i was just doing it to to find more vegans to to hang out with and find more like-minded people and it's turned into what it is it's crazy
0: i mean you've 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 done that definitely as well but like i think correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure i mean we're only in may i'm sure in january you had like 8k as well so it has been like a rapid rise in the last like three or four months.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think in January, I reached 10K. I think that was like a 10K post in January. And then since then, it's just, it's blown up. Yeah, like 40, 40 or yeah, 40,000 followers since then, it's madness.
1: That is pretty cool. And how long have you had your page for in total?
2: Uh, I've had it for like two years, but for the first say year, I was just taking pictures and I wasn't really taking it very seriously. And then I met up with the Plant Boys. I linked up with, um, with Ben and the rest of them and them. Shoosh! Yeah. And, and, and they put me on. They put me onto some game. And I ran with it.
0: That's the thing. You know what? It's been an amazing thing to watch, like, kind of your journey. Like, you know, firstly, I don't think any of us can take credit for it because you put in all the work and you do all the editing and you do everything. And, like, just seeing your rise has been amazing because you started off. And I think you would admit it, like you were like nervous, you were camera shy, yeah. you didn't want to show your face. And then the second the famous eyebrows came out, the followers just started absolutely <laughs> Oh my
2: God. The amount of people that comment on my slugs. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's the secret behind the eyebrows? Sorry, we need to talk about it. What's the secret? Like <laughs> to tell everyone at home how you get brows looking that plucky and uh, not even plucky, that's a terrible word.
2: <laughs> just, you know,
1: That use the, word the full eyebrows, luscious. come on.
2: Thick and luscious, I think, is the the way to describe them. Um, I was born with it, you know. It's just it's how they are. My granddad's he had eyebrows that were probably two or three times the size as mine, and like had Jesus. had fluff coming off them and everything. So mine is wow, like the real volume, the down downgrade <laughs> of that. So I'm quite happy that that isn't the case. Actually,
0: <laughs> you've still got time. I feel like they just continue to grow the older you get, and uh, yeah. you've still got you've still got a while to go. But yeah, you never know; they could get bigger. We'll see. Watch the space, people. Yeah,
2: exactly. I could. And he also was bold by the time he was uh, 33. So big eyebrows and a bold head—it's a good look.
0: Okay, but you're you're not far away from 33. You know, you still got maybe five <laughs> or six years, something yeah. like that. Yeah.
2: Uh, so you never know. I'm you looking forward know. to it, mate. Yeah, honestly, I'm looking forward to it.
1: So how did you build that confidence up? So a little bit camera shy and now going to posting, you know, almost daily reels and video content and your face is always in it. Your eyebrows are always there. So how did you kind of take that journey? Cause I know reels are a scary thing. I see a lot of people scared to create reels to share them to have your face in them to be scared to speak on stories but when you when you're trying to build up a a following on instagram and create something for yourself i think one of the key things is to make it personal um and for your followers to be able to relate to you and showing your face is such a big part of that um so what kind of stages did you go through to be able to get to the point where you're at now
2: um so i just i kind of had to just push myself out of my comfort zone really i was I didn't have any confidence uh, being on screen or on camera in the slightest, and it was only like I said, I met the Plant Boys. I saw what they were doing, and I was like, I want to, I want to do that too. And the only way to to get past that barrier was to just chuck myself in the deep end. And yeah, yeah. After a few months, it was all right. Do you know what I mean, the first month I was sweating every single video <laughs> I was taking. 3 or 4 shots for each each piece of a uh, each shot but now yeah now it's like it's like nothing to me so i would say anybody that is looking to to build up their confidence and to put themselves out there a bit more you just got to put yourself out of your comfort zone you have to be uncomfortable in order to progress
0: in terms of like obviously you're talking about your confidence and all of that i mean to think as i said where you started like a few months ago you just did a photo shoot with Kurt Greiger. Greiger, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's a Greiger.
2: Is um, it Greiger? Geiger, I believe. Geiger, Geiger. Even, yeah. even
0: worse, yes. Yeah, so I I got it wrong both times.
1: Geiger, yeah. Kurt Geiger. Yeah.
0: Kurt yeah. Geiger, yeah. So to go from not having confidence to literally, like, I mean, we can call it modeling. That's legit what it is. Like, how did that come about and, you know, how did you feel doing that? Because that's probably something you'd never done before either.
2: Um, yeah, like, mate, the past six months or the past, like, eight months has been has been crazy. That that is one thing amongst a handful of projects that I've been a part that a year ago I wouldn't have been able to, to to take part in because of my confidence. And yeah, it's a good feeling, man. It's good. It's good to to try something and put a lot of effort into it and see results from it. It's it's a really good feeling and it makes me wanna go even harder.
0: And are you taking that, like, confidence that you've built through Instagram into, like, your day-to-day life? Like, have you noticed it, like, you know, out in the streets or, like, in shops or, like, whatever the situation? Have you noticed feeling more confident, Uh, like, about yourself? Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. I I do. I I would say one thing is that um, uh, everything that I do is through a screen. So I'm not actually having to talk to anybody or speak to anybody. So in some sense, it's building my confidence being on camera. But I don't know, man. Sometimes I still get I still get tongue-tied. I still get nervous talking in big groups of people or with new people that I've never met before. So, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, I'd say it has helped, definitely. It has helped. But I think I'm just a nervous guy, man. <laughs> I think I'm just a nervous guy.
1: Well, it's not shown today, so it's fine. I'd love to hear a little bit more about the Kurt Geiger campaign um, just because... As a brand, they're really, really cool. Um, so, is it that they launched new vegan products, and that's why they reached out to you?
2: I think they were they were doing a campaign um, called a, a Be Kind campaign, and they were getting inspirational people and and like writing a little piece about them and um, centering the advert around uh, yeah, inspirational people. I don't think it was just for vegans. They had they had somebody um, who was a spokesperson for for autism awareness for um people uh, with missing limbs um so yeah it, it was it was for inspirational people and apparently that is me
0: i want to know like what inspires you so like firstly like for the people at home like, what is your background because you do have quite a mixed heritage which is really cool as
2: well yeah so i am half english and half jamaican um jamaican on my dad's side and english on my mum's side and yeah that that definitely comes through in my the recipes that I put out I put out a lot of Caribbean based content yeah i'd say it is definitely heavily inspires me the english side what's what's english dishes what what's what's english food you've got your
1: your sunday roast yeah. your your fry up
2: yeah oh god okay yeah lots of beige food so yeah we've got <laughs> we got the nice tropical fruits of jamaica and then we got we got potatoes and and fried food <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: think, I think I know what I'd prefer to eat. I mean, it's great to see that you're promoting a lot of Caribbean food as well. And, and actually what's amazing about Caribbean food and culture as a whole is that it's, a lot of the food is, is naturally vegan. There's so many things that you don't get you know, in sort of day-to-day life here, like aki, for example, that is a, you know, a, a vegan food. Uh, you've got loads of things. So what are your favourite like, vegan Caribbean dishes that you think everyone needs to know about?
2: So I always rant and rave about jerk tofu. That is that is my favourite. Before going vegan, um, jerk chicken was my favourite dish, so it was it was a natural fit. But uh, yeah, ackee, ackee and saltfish um, minus the saltfish, obviously. Uh, <laughs> what are we saying? What else? What else can we do? There's loads of cu- there's loads of curries and, and things like that. Just yeah, chucking curries, chucking potatoes, vegetables with a bit of coconut milk and some spices. You call it a curry. Jamaican curry, that's it man. That's that's basically my brand.
0: <laughs> I've seen you post uh, Trini Trini doubles before. Oh, What's a Trini
2: double? Yeah, yeah. So, it's two flatbreads, two flatbreads overlapping each other with some chana on top and chana is a chickpea curry. But that isn't actually a Jamaican dish, that's a Trinidadian dish. So, I like to explore um all the little islands of the Caribbean not just Jamaica. You nearly said Is- Caribbean. I did, I did. <laughs> I, it's, it's, I say it sometimes. It's like a... If I'm putting on, like, a little little Yardman accent, I might say <laughs> I, I'm Caribbean.
1: Is there a family member who's inspired you with your cooking or has it come completely from you and your own exploration?
2: Um, so my nana, growing up, she um, would always cook big, big platters of food, which would be, like, jerk, to- uh, jerk chicken... Um, rice and peas, curry goat. So I would say she has had a big, big influence on me. She passed away, unfortunately, when I was younger, when I was like six or seven. Um, so what I'm trying to do with my cooking now is replicate and create the same flavours that she created when I was younger. So
1: with the um, with the jerk tofu, what are the key ingredients to make yourself some jerk tofu?
2: Um, so to make jerk tofu, you need some allspice, you need some ginger, uh, garlic, thyme, and that's kind of it, that's that's your base ingredients. You could put some onion in there as well, um, some pineapple juice, some sort of liquid, but yeah, mm, th- those four juice. ingredients, that's, cool. that's the base.
1: One thing at the top of both Ben and I's list is looking after the planet, and our sponsors, Core, have the same intention.
0: Not only are all their products vegan but also their packaging is FSC certified helping maintain our world's forests.
1: Their supplements are all palm oil free and all the materials used are 100% recyclable.
0: And one of my favourite things about Core is they plant trees with every purchase you make. This means they're a carbon neutral workforce.
1: That's actually so good. And they've already planted 882 trees and have removed 63 tonnes of CO2 from the atmosphere. This is the equivalent to 191 square metres of sea ice saved. It's incredible.
0: Core, those stats. I love it. Don't forget to check them out on Instagram at get underscore core Or head over to getcore.co.uk to purchase your product and use VPOD20 for 20% off your order. So what has been the biggest like change in your life, you think, on the whole, in the last, you know, we can talk about the last sort of six months, because you know, I think everything has blown up, as we said, in the last kind of six months for you. What has been the biggest change in your life over the last six months?
2: Um, so the biggest change is the fact that. Uh I I don't I don't work in retail anymore. So, uh in December, I was made redundant from my retail job. And um yeah, I I went in extra hard with the Instagram. And now I work <laughs> full-time on Instagram. So that's like that's the biggest oh, change. Oh wow, for me.
1: this is a this is a full-time job for you. I didn't realize.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I went full well, I guess I went full time in December, like when I was made redundant, it was I was at a point where I could either take a sidestep to another do you know I mean another minimum wage job, or I could get uh, dive into my passion and try and make something of it so I took the opportunity
0: see and you you say you're not inspiring bro come on man that's an inspiring story <laughs> you took we talked about I remember even so even sort of like January February time we talked about it and you know things weren't necessarily picking up just yet and yeah. you know you were still struggling a little bit I remember after Christmas and New Year like we spoke about it and, I was stressing
2: you know, bro I was yeah. I was stressing quite a lot because I didn't have any money I, I'd i just been uh, given my redundancy pay and that was to last me for the next like two or three months um and then the the real the real turning point was actually when I worked with Squeaky Bean, so shout out to Squeaky Bean, they definitely they were yeah they they made me be able to to really take it seriously.
0: Was that the um, Squeaky Takeover in February yeah, campaign? Yeah,
2: yeah, that was the first piece of of uh, like paid work that I had through Instagram, and then yeah, that was like my first opportunity.
0: And now you're signed to a, an agency, Fifth Agency, am I right? Yeah,
2: yeah, I am, I am. Bro, it is, uh, it's difficult for me for, to, to talk about the, the journey over the past six months because I've not even reflected on it myself, to be honest. But um, yeah, they, they got into contact with me. They were doing a, an outreach for, for new influencers. And I came up uh, as a part of it uh, with Callum as well, with Man Like Blitz.
0: So what did they say to you? They were just like, "Oh, we want to represent you," and and that was kind of it. And you were like, um, "What was your reaction when you got that like contact?" Because that that's huge, Alan. Right? Like, There's a big deal.
1: Yeah, it's so huge.
2: Yeah, see, like I said, innit? I've, I've not I've not had a chance to reflect on it. Now's your time, bro. Go <laughs> on, oh, man. Give <laughs> us <away>. <laughs> <just> that <laughs> emotional
0: response of, oh my god, I don't
2: believe this is happening. But yeah, it was it was crazy. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I I never I never thought that I would be represented by a management company, let alone working on Instagram, let alone being seen as an inspiring person. It's, it's crazy. But yeah, I, I I was really happy when they reached out. I kind of instantly jumped at the opportunity. There was no thinking. I was like, you guys, you guys want to work with me. I want to work with you. Let's get it cracking. And I know that they represent quite a lot of people that I follow and that I know through Instagram already. And they had already been talking to Man Like Blitz. So it kind of just kind of confirmed it for me. They, they We talked like twice. And on the second time I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's get cracking.
1: So veganism and vegan cooking has brought so many opportunities to your doorstep, which is so exciting. Have you been vegan for a really long time? Have you been into cooking for a long time?
2: Um, so I have been vegan for five years now. Um, I went vegan in February, 2016. And it was February because I didn't want to go vegan in January. I was being stubborn. I was like, I'm not going to do... I'm not doing it because of Veganuary. I'm doing it off my own free will. It's it's off my own back. (laughs) But... um, So, yeah, vegan, uh, February 2016. And then um, I went on holiday to Amsterdam, like a month after going vegan. And the, the food in Amsterdam is crazy. And obviously, while you're in Amsterdam doing what you do. You might get a little bit hungry. And, um, yeah. Now, for our younger listeners at home, why would one get hungry in a city
0: in Europe? I don't think I understand. So you were eating vegan food out there, or did well, you snap? Well,
2: then, um, at that point, I had no knowledge of the vegan food in the area. I didn't know how to search or find out vegan restaurants. And uh, we would walk up and down the streets looking at all the, the really tasty-looking non-vegan food and i didn't eat any of it i was i was so sure in myself that i was going to give this vegan thing a try and um yeah i think that that kind of solidified it for me really that was like the turning point i was like i'm not i'm not eating meat i'm not eating dairy ever again if i can get through a weekend in amsterdam as a vegan with no food i can get through it anywhere
1: <laughs> it's absolutely smashed it were the people that were with you vegan as well and you were kind of strong together or were they still eating meat and you had to kind of...
2: So I went with my girlfriend and we went vegan together and, yeah, oh, amazing. we were just kind of bouncing off each other, really. It was like, yeah, if one of us had maybe broken, then the other one would have broken. But because we both stayed strong, it was, <laughs> it was all right.
0: The real question is, is she still vegan?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Like, we went vegan together, we kind of, we confirmed that veganism was the right choice to be making together and I can't see either of us not being vegan, really.
0: Really? So yeah. there's no there's no one of you that you think maybe if one of them's going to crack, it's going to be...
2: No, no, to be honest, I'm, it's been so long now that I don't even really see um, meat or dairy or anything as food or potential food. It, It is an, a piece of an animal as much as my hand is a piece of me, do you know what I mean? So I think it'd be really difficult for... And, yeah, Rachel feels the same. I th- and I think it'd be really difficult for either of us to to go back from that.
1: Are you the chef in the household, or is Rachel, or do you share it? Uh,
2: I am the chef now. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, for, for everything. Um, before I started uh, making my reels on that, though, Rachel probably cooked the majority of the food, realistically. Oh no way! Yeah, I did. I do like cooking, and I I, I enjoy it. But Rachel, um, yeah, she was the cook. It's difficult to explain. I don't know why I didn't cook. I just didn't.
0: What's her What's her go-to meal? Like, what's what's she famous for? Because you're, I'd say you're famous for. I'd say your noodle recipes seem to be like what you've got to have a reputation for now like there's so many noodle recipes on that page yeah. uh, if we're going to go away from obviously the Caribbean stuff we talked about before but yeah apart from like you know that what, what does she make that's a uh, real standout and have you have you made any of her recipes as a video that we don't know about
2: um, <laughs>
1: I've stolen her, her recipes
2: well uh, yeah if you've seen her hand like crop into the video and that yeah <laughs> um so she is renowned for a lasagna yeah she she makes a cracking lasagna but like i said now i am the cook i i've taken over everything so she never cooks really or she's actually cooking tonight because i'm chatting to you guys (laughs) she's making us a bibimbap bowl yeah yeah which is very nice it's like a mixed rice bowl from korea
0: does she know like, she she must know now she got to present it up nicely. She can't just serve you food like that. Those <laughs> days are gone. I think for all of us, we can't just have a meal and be like, oh, I'm just going to throw it on. Be like, I've got to make it look nice in case, just maybe in case. Just in I, case. Case. I want to take a
2: picture. Well, um, yeah. So a lot of the time I'm playing up the food and she says that I just chuck her food at the plate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll be there like spending five minutes on the presentation of mine and yeah,
0: hers just gets slopped on. <laughs> but I I do I do the same thing. I don't have time to play up to like, I'll do one on. really nice exactly. I used to do it, I'll be honest with you, before me and Tammy got engaged, I used to make hers the nice one. Uh but- since we got engaged i am just like right here's yours But no, there's, there is no there's method to the madness because she's got no
1: way out what? now so it doesn't matter if her food well, no, looks method, nice or there's not there's method to
0: the madness because I normally then have to like if it's now summer like I go outside and I'm like taking pictures and doing this and that I'm just like I'd rather you're like eating so it, it comes from the heart yeah like I'm like I'd rather you sit there and eat your meal whilst I'm pissing about in the garden trying to get a nice picture of this food that's going cold Um, so yeah it really comes from a good place yeah
2: I like I like the excuse hopefully she yeah. buys it
0: yeah, she's probably not <laughs> going to listen anyway. So she, she, she's
1: really she's worth um, I saw you got some wild garlic today. I stalked your story and saw. Do you have any um, recipes planned for that? Because I mean, I've I've been really confused recently because I've seen a lot of people posting pictures of wild garlic, and I've been expecting it to look like garlic. But people have just been holding leaves and saying wild garlic. So wild garlic is an it's a leaf.
2: It is a leaf, right? yeah. Um, it's a leaf that comes off of a flowering plant, and um, it's not got as strong a taste as like a garlic bulb. It's kind of like a subtle taste, but I'm looking to make some garlic pesto with it, and um, I saw Sam No Meat Disco, another one of the Plant Boys members. He made a garlic butter. So I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking to make that as well. But last year I went um, foraging for garlic and I made a garlic pesto. But all that I put in it was wild garlic and maybe like two cloves of garlic and a couple other ingredients and it was disgusting. It was absolutely (laughs) awful. So, um, totally, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It, it was actually, yeah, it was, it was horrible. Um,
0: so I, we feel like everyone's, everyone's looking for this wild garlic at the minute. I'm just like, where, yeah. where does this come from? It must be, it's obviously in season, isn't it? Like yeah. People now just like, yeah. But how did, is there like a website, like, where to find wheretofindwildgarlic.com?
2: <laughs> uh, how did we find it? How did we find it? Oh, um, through Instagram, yeah. One of Rachel's friends uh, posted a picture of them foraging for it last year, and then they gave us the deets. And then we've kind of just yeah we've we've got that in our head now. So every yeah, year it's we've like got a spot. an
0: underground like cult, isn't it? It's like yeah. oh, pass me the details, <laughs> like send me the location. It's all hush should, hush. Yeah. Yeah. One day we'll find out. But no, well, I'm excited to see that. I, I had another question for you. Obviously, um, it's something that maybe you don't talk about loads on your Instagram. But you are a father. Yeah. Um, you have a son. He's like he's nine now. He's nine he's, or eight.
2: He's. Uh, He's eight, yeah, he's eight. He's eight, he turned eight. I knew he had a birthday, I wasn't sure if he
0: turned eight or he was turning nine. Yeah, he's, um, eight. he's eight, What's his reaction been like to the vegan food? Because obviously I'm I'm going to presume that he's not vegan, you know, 24 seven, but uh, when he's with you, I'm sure he's eating a lot of vegan food now.
2: Yeah, he's he's not vegan, um, 100%, no. Um, he lives with me now and has done for the past two years. Um, but prior to that, he lived with his mum who wasn't vegan. Um So I didn't want to uh, change his life too much by forcing him to go vegan. Um, So he still enjoys the odd McDonald's and he has meat round his grandparents' house. But when we're in our home, it's only vegan. Vegan only.
1: And does he love it? What's his favourite vegan dish? Do
2: you know what? I'm not going to lie. At the minute, he's being a little fussy eater. He uh, he's at the stage where he can kind of take control of, of what he's eating a bit more. He's trying to like take more control of his life and make his own decisions. So uh, a lot of the the food that you see on my page, I've offered it to him, and he said no. Yeah. So so are you doing a lot of like second meals? Like, yeah. You're cooking? Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of that. He. He has his favourites, and he's got some. There's some of the the dishes that he loves, and he'll go for like a lot of the pasted recipes and um, some of the noodle recipes he goes for. But if it's I don't know, if it's really strong flavoured, he's just not involved.
0: So, would you ever cook like meat? Like you would buy him like fish
2: fingers no. or
0: like chicken nuggets? You wouldn't no, buy anything. No, 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 him?
2: I can't. I can't do that. I'm not. I have. I have bought him at McDonald's. Yeah, when we've been like out on the road or on a long journey or something like that. But as far as cooking it, um, yeah, I, I'm not going to do that. I can't see myself ever doing that. And to be honest, even as far as um, buying a McDonald's for him or, or food out on the road, there's so many vegan options now that are coming up as well. It, yeah, I don't even need to do that. So
0: Yeah, cool, man. Look, he's, he's eight. He can pay for it himself if he wants Exactly, exactly.
2: <laughs> Get him working. Come on.
1: Thank you for listening. Jacob's story is really inspiring and I hope it motivates others to get out there and do what they love.
0: Exactly that. And you can check out Jacob's page at Peng Vegan Munch, and also catch him over on the Plant Boys page. This show was produced and edited by Callum Goddard-Mocklow for Apricot Audio. And we'll be back next week with another episode for you. But in the meantime, please remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast available on all podcast platforms such as apple spotify and acast and if
1: you want to keep up to date with all the latest happenings then remember to follow us both on instagram at izzy the vegan and at ben's vegan kitchen
0: we'll see you next week
1: see you later